Hey, good morning there. Or good day. Hard to tell what time you're listening to. Uh, this particular episode of What's Eating Kale. It is Thursday, April 27, 2023. The day after. <laughs> uh, the day after the Bucks were eliminated from the playoffs. First round of the playoffs. Best team in the league. Eliminated from the playoffs uh, having only won one game. And in game five last night, the Miami Heat uh, took care of some business. And uh, Jimmy Butler, uh, you know, sometimes it seems like uh, he's the only guy on the Miami Heat. I, I'll tell you, it, it was, you know, I, I, don't get me wrong. I love the box. Uh, I love coach. Uh, you know, you can point your fingers at all kinds of different things, um, but you really do have to kind of give it up to the Miami Heat. They played amazing defense. Uh, it really stopping Giannis from just kind of, uh, you know, bulldozing his way through the, uh, you know, through the, the paint and, and just scoring on him almost at will like he can do. Um they did a great job of, they just did. They just, I don't care what anybody says, they did a great job. Some bad roughing, there's some bad coaching, there's some bad play, there's some, you know, boy, I'll tell you what, I, I love Drew Holiday, but the guy can make a crap decision when it comes to passing the ball or just like maybe he just has a brain fart and, you know, actually passes the ball poorly. Um, Chris Middleton had a couple of bad passes and they look nervous like even, dribbling the ball and it, it just wasn't awesome um i will say this um when we were up by two points and jimmy they, they inbound the ball with two seconds left i think two and a half seconds something like that and uh the inbound to jimmy butler he pushes off of brooke lopez 100 percent should have been a foul um would have changed everything we would have won that game um but you also have to, when he pushes up Brooke Lopez, Brooke doesn't really go anywhere. Jimmy Butler goes kind of falling backward and catches the ball in mid falling backward and in mid falling backward also takes the shot. I mean, he is horizontal and he made it. And that tied up the game and uh, kind of changed everything. Uh, went into overtime and and they just did a better job in overtime than we did. Um, I think we we were spent. Uh, it just kind of felt like last couple of games, like we were lethargic. We didn't look happy. We didn't look energetic. We didn't. It just, there were times when we looked energetic, but it just looked like it was harder for the Bucks. Anyway, uh, there's good and bad when things like that happen, but uh, the Bucks uh, eliminated from the playoffs, and that was tough to watch last night. And I feel a little bit slow today because I stayed up and watched the whole game and got up uh, super early this morning to do this. So um, I just some bad luck for the Bucks. I and I it, maybe it isn't all bad luck, but it you know bad luck for uh, Bucks fans. So you know, at the end of the day, we can change our luck, right? <laughs> Talk about the lottery. Buy ourselves a couple of tickets. Uh huh. And uh, we could change our luck pretty drastically. I love it. The the the, the jackpots are starting to move a little bit. Um, 
when I decided to uh, make this kind of a daily thing. A little disappointing because we had a nice jackpot and then it got wiped out. And so then, I, you know, for like a week, you're like $20 million, $10 million cash option. Um, so that, that was a little bit, I don't know. It's not as exciting. I like it when there's a big jackpot, $300 million. Um, we're going to get into the jackpot more deeply. I, I created a, a lottery calculator where it can tell you how much, you know, interest you'd earn per day and per week, per month. Um, taking the annuity option, what would that mean? Taxes, all that kind of stuff. So it's kind of fun. We'll get into that a little bit more when the jackpots get higher. And also when they get a little bit higher, I want to, you know, when I'm, when I have guests on, like I, I have one on later on today, but I want to ask them, what would you do? You know, like right now, uh, the, the Powerball jackpot's up to $51 million, and there's a $27.1 million cash option. Um, no one won last night. So what would you do with $27.1 million? Now, granted, you're going to um, divide that in half, probably maybe walk away with $14, $15, million. What would you do if you had that suddenly? You know, that's what you think about. That's why you buy a lottery ticket, right? Anyway, the details of the lottery... Mega Millions is up to 38 point, uh, 38 million for the jackpot. $20.4 million for the cash option. Next drawing is on Friday night. Those drawings are every Tuesday and Friday. Powerball is up to $51 million with a $27.1 million cash option, which I mentioned. Uh, drawings are Mondays, Wednesdays, Friday. Uh, I'm sorry, Mondays, Wednesdays, Saturdays. Mondays, Wednesdays, Saturdays. Uh, and the next drawing will be on Saturday. So uh, good luck to you if you uh, play the lottery, and um, I hope that uh, you know that you uh, somebody that I know wins. I, that would be really fun. I don't know anybody who's ever won uh, a lottery. I, I I wish it was me. By the way, I nothing against you, but I wish it was me. So what am I grateful for today? This is me getting my opportunity to remember to be grateful for things and also i want you to remember to be grateful for things i'm trying to be a guru or anything like that but it feels good to be grateful for things um it also uh you know makes like if you let people know that you're grateful for them it makes them feel better it doesn't cost you anything and makes your day a little bit brighter uh so what am i grateful for today i, I am uh uh, the, the one good thing that can come out of something like the Bucks being eliminated from the playoffs is that, that you know that takes up a lot of my time to, to sit down and watch a game. Uh, so I get some time back. Um, it feels like I do this every year with the Packers too when they lose in the playoffs. It's like, well, I don't have to pay as much attention. That's three hours I get back every week. Um, I'm grateful for today's beautiful weather. It's supposed to be in the mid-60s, and uh, that leads me to another point that I get to mow my lawn today. I'm grateful for that. Um, There's a difference between having to mow your lawn and getting to mow your lawn, and uh, today is a get-to-mow-my-lawn day, and so I'm pretty excited about that. Uh, As always, I am excited, or I am uh, grateful for and excited by Lisa and the Hounds. Um, Every day, uh, I am. Uh, the, The... the particular reason today is uh, the, the the group of them uh, can just instantly change your day around, <laughs> I suppose, for the good or bad. But if you're having a crummy day, you know, the dogs, Lisa, they can just change your, they can make you happy in just an instance. Uh, for example, a little more tired today than normal. Uh, watched the whole box game, still got up at you know 4.30 or whatever it was. 
And um, so I was groggy, maybe just a little slower, a little not uh, in the greatest of moods. And uh, when I'm walking from the bathroom back into the bedroom, okay, I'm not walking, I'm wheeling in my wheelchair, but you get it. Uh, when I'm going back into the bedroom, uh, we have this dog that, she's our youngest dog, her name is Bella. She lays on her back in the funniest position. So she's got her hips twisted one way, usually straight up in the air. And then like her head and her torso are twisted either like left or right. And when I'm coming into the bedroom, she is in that position just looking at me, wagging her tail. It's just, it's, hey, <laughs> she just uh, uh, just uh, puts an instant smile on your face. It is, uh, it's awesome. Uh, so uh, that's what I'm grateful for today. Don't forget to be grateful. All right. Make sure you tell somebody. Um, make sure you look up to the sky and just give a smile because it's going to be a great day. Um, so that's, you know, that that's something that I'm doing this to get that out there and to have a more creative way to get that out there. But I, I, I mean, I'm not just I'm not asking you to just listen to my inner thoughts. Um, yeah, I just remember to be grateful. I hope I, I hope that helps somebody someday. I hope they're like, you know what? I wasn't being grateful And I was, and thank you for reminding me to do that. What's eating kale today? I have a special edition. Uh, I've been promising that uh, I would have guests on. And um, I don't know too many guests that are going to get up at 4.30 or 5 in the morning to talk to me. I mean, I'm cool, but (laughs) not that cool. Um, so, uh, yesterday, uh, I was having a conversation with my friend, Ben, Ben Holtz. Uh, I've known Ben since he was 12. I was not 12 when I knew Ben when he was 12. Uh, and it's been just so cool to, uh, get to know Ben again as, as a man, you know, he's in his thirties and, um, it's just, it's really cool. It came out to be a, a good human being, funny, uh, one of my favorite people in the world to talk to. He and I got into, a a little bit of a business venture together and um, it, it, it's been kind of in a holding pattern for a while, but we've maintained this weekly conversation that we've been having. And uh, it turns into <laughs> conversations about anything but work. And uh, it, I, I, keep, I tell Ben every week, you know, I'm glad I, I sit here and I work from home. Uh, it's just nice to just talk, just to, you know, have somebody to, to bullshit with. Oop, I suppose kind of feel like the context of that wasn't really a swear word you know i was saying talk i wasn't saying that's bullshit uh swear jar uh that's money going in the swear jar so anyway ben and i were talking uh and uh we got onto the topic of um 90s music um and it was a period of time when i was working at a radio station called 106.9 the point which was adult alternative it was uh, I remember. Yeah, Matchbox 20, Alanis Morissette, Who Need the Bullfish, that kind of thing, right? And in one day, uh, by the time we did a remote, this is, uh, it, there's, it's a monumental day because it was the day that Miller Park was supposed to open, but they had the crane crash, so it was put off by a year. So it was that. It was Yuppie Rock. Yuppie Rock. It was, <laughs> it's not what we call it in the business, Ben, but sure, that's if that's what you want to call it. Probably the worst Music for you ever because it was very commercial and very 
It, it, it was a no, lot of there's a, a lot, lot of, of pop songs that are catchy and uh, you know chumbawamba. <laughs> I, get I, I may remember that time fondly. But you got to throw that out there. Of all of the the music that was good at the time, uh, chumbawamba is what you're gonna send out to the world. That's fucking awesome. Uh, yes, I get knocked down. Third eye blind. Yep. You know. Yep. A lot of one hit wonders in that day. Uh, there yeah. really were. Um, but uh, we we switched overnight uh, on that day, which was I think 1999 opening day of Miller Park. We did a remote at Stenny's and came back, and they changed the format of the radio station from that adult alternative to um, urban, uh, like disco almost music. And yeah, it was like it was like our beer. it was it was it was that it was all the fun stuff though it was it was more upbeat um and it, it was just definitely aimed more urban because that signal uh the way the tower was the the signal was much more at an urban area and so it made more sense to do more of an urban format than uh you know the u2 and alanis morissette kind of stuff we had been doing and so we were then in the studio every day, but weren't talking on the air and just had to answer <laughs> the most brutally angry phone calls ever. And that's all it was. It's just you pick up the phone. It's like, what happened to my station? It'd be all mad. And then there was a moment, let's say a weekend, where the phone call started. This is the greatest music ever. I'm so glad somebody, and it was just this kind of warming up, right? Like this, the right people were now listening and catching on and the wrong people were uh, uh, going by the wayside. So, but that was, Oh my God, that was just, Oh my God. You didn't want to go into work. And you had to answer the phones. Yep. yep. I suppose we could have just chosen not to answer the phones, uh, but it was a good barometer for when the tide started turning. Well, that's before people had their Spotify and their own little music oh, station. Yeah. When you suddenly leave, you blow up their morning yep. or whatever, yep. their commute. And, uh, yeah, well, I could see that. Yeah, it was yeah their routine, regardless of what that is. And it, it, it's, it's funny. Laser turned into the hog. That was a whole big thing. Yeah, I remember when that happened. I was in Iowa, of all places. And the marketing director of, of the hog, which was laser at the time, uh, said, yep, we're not going to be laser anymore. We're going to be this 1029 the hog. I was like, all right. And so we had to change a bunch of stuff and whatever. It was um, a very interesting time. They made it seem like the music was going to change, but the music didn't really change. You're right. No. I don't think it changed much at all. That's a tough format. That rock format's tough right now. Like, well, yeah. Who's who's coming out now? Who's new? Yeah, there's nothing. It's that's it's a bunch of recycled acts from the '80s and '90s and early 2000s and. That's it. That's all. The, and when you see concerts going through, that's all it is, is 90s bands, uh, old 80s bands. Uh, it, it's crazy. Uh, the, I, I, I'd love to know who's like an Ozfest or something like that this year. Those don't exist anymore either. The, the bands or does Ozfest not exist? No, that hasn't been around for a long oh, time. Oh, really? I thought that still kept going on. No. No, because I used to go to that in East Troy here at yeah, Alpine Valley. And that was, it was nice because, I mean, there was like 25 bands. So if you didn't like this one on this stage, you'd go to the other yep. one on the other stage and you'd see a lot of music. And sometimes you'd see good stuff and a lot of times you'd see bad stuff. Yeah. But yeah. I don't know of anything like that anymore that really comes through. Well, like Coachella. Oh, yeah, that comes through 100%. Agreed. If you're a country music person, they have those, right? They still have like the, 
Country Thunder. Country and, Thunder. Yeah. 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 There's no Lollapalooza. It no. feels like that's consistent anymore. When oh, your favorite Lilith Fair is no more. I mean, that's. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you saw every one of them, didn't you? Cheryl Crow. All uh, of them, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah that's. Uh, that was that was a good time. Uh, I, I, you know, sadly, it wrecked my uh, that whole period of my life. Wrecked my desire to go to see big shows anymore because it, it, yeah. I, we had to do it all the time anyway. And it just it wasn't. You know, you go to enough of them, and they're, they're again the artist is different. Some shows are better than others, but I mean, kind of the experience is the same. And it just started. Eh. You know, it had yeah. to be something pretty big. Right, like an right. experience, like you two or Dave Matthews was an experience. I, I'm not a huge fan of the music, though, uh, but it seemed more of an experience than most at the time. So I don't know. It, it was a, it was a, it was a fun time. I loved the station. I really did like the station. I'm sorry to say, um, and and I, I love talking music with you because you uh, and you're so much more tolerant than you used to be. <laughs> because you just said that's all right. You can like whatever music you want. You kind of used to really thumb your nose at any like popular I don't music. Know, I'll thumb my nose, but I still say <laughs> enjoy that music. But it's crap. No, I, uh, <laughs> I'm definitely less vocal about it because I don't want to cause confrontation. I think I liked the confrontation a little bit more when I was younger. <laughs> Well, but you don't, honest to God, like you don't see any redeeming qualities in any of it. You don't, you don't get the catchiness of something. You don't. Absolutely. I, I look, I just said, I, I still fondly remember some of those nineties pop bands just cause I was like 12 and 13 years old. And it was I like fuck it resonating in my head, whether I liked it or not at the time. So, uh, yeah, absolutely. I totally love pop music and just as much as I love like avant-garde noise music. Like I, it's all, I need it all kind of like food. I need a oh, little okay. bit of everything okay. and different variety. And, and I get why some people like stuff and don't like stuff. And Yeah. I, I I'm with you. It's kind of like McDonald's to me, you know, they're, they're corporate, they're, they're churned out They're you know, a diamond dozen a little bit, but they serve their purpose. Yeah. They, we need that too. I think for music, like, for people, like whatever they glom onto, right at that moment, there's always something in there that just marks a point in your life, and you know it's kind of that. I don't know. People say the soundtrack of your life, and I think that's a little much. But I mean, it's it's certainly a marker. It's like those moments where you're like, oh, when this song was out, you know, I was king of the world, right? Like, I mean, <laughs> I always think that when you see a dude with a mullet, speaking of king of the world. When you see a dude with a mullet, like just rocking a, a great one today, when that when that haircut was awesome, that was the best moment of your life, and you can't let go, and you can't admit can't that's past you. You're right. Yeah, that's it's time to get that cut. I got my uh, mullet taken off when I lived in East Troy. When I first came to East Troy, it was early '90s, maybe. Uh, and uh, I'll never forget. There was a couple of young ladies. A couple. They opened up a shop there, and uh, and I, uh, I remember. For, I, I mean, I was past my shoulders, dude. I had like fucking Rick, Richard Marks would call and ask for mullet advice. It was. I mean, it's like, dude, my hair is good, but yours. I mean, come on. Uh, he, when I got a cut, Mark got some pictures. 
I do somewhere. Um, I always hesitate to bring them out. Your dad was always trying to threaten that he was going to find some. I'll never forget my hair was literally just past my shoulders. And uh, when I got a cut, I was ice cold for like a week. Just that air on my neck that I had. Yeah, I had. Yep, I had like a neck scarf that was always going on there. Thanks, Ben. It was a great conversation and uh, many more to come. Uh, we, in fact, in that conversation, there's even more conversations that we should all, uh, that I should uh, uh, clue you in on. That was, that was a, a fun conversation. Ben Holtz, a uh, good friend uh, from East Troy, uh, talking 90s music, 90s radio, early 2000s uh, and mullets. <laughs> um, on another topic, this is the next thing that, um, you know, it's, it's the next thing that I, I, made note of that I've been thinking about lately and I just kind of wanted to get it off my chest because this really needs to stop <laughs> taking up any more of my time uh, because this was, this is just one of those things I got to get out of my head or uh, it'll just keep, and maybe this will anyway, cause it's uh, here's what it is. I've been thinking about what if God had an app, right? If there really is heaven and hell and these are places that, you go to uh, after you die, and that's where you spend eternity. It seems like we should have an app that tracks our lifetime sins versus our good deeds and and like a real-time dashboard in the app that kind of lets you know your odds of, like you, maybe you got to shift some things around and maybe you got to do a little bit more good or maybe you got a little room. It, it, it'd be kind of like a finance app. You know, it'd show if you stay on your current path, uh, of sins versus good deeds, your odds of going to heaven are 73% and your odds of going to hell are 27%. Or a real-time list of good deeds that you could do uh, in the shortest amount of time based on your location so that you can you know, build up your, um, your, your odds of getting into heaven. Uh, it could suggest the good deeds uh, with the most impact, like saving babies from a runaway train would all but ensure you... <laughs> Entrance to heaven, helping old ladies from you know across the street. Eh, it's probably not going to help you as much. <laughs> other people in your position, like it would have those suggestions, right? Like other people bought this. It would it would be like uh, other people in your position did you know completed these good deeds. You'd have reminders and notifications telling us uh, if we're falling behind on our good deeds, or if we've exceeded our quota of using the. Name of the Lord thy God in vain. Uh, that's probably my thing. Like it's gonna like that's the thing that ticks. You know, it's like you just kind of keep building that up. If I really have to push one thing down, if I if I think of my life the way it is now, if I really had to push one thing down or you know counter it with good deeds, it would be swearing and those types of things. And that's why we have a swear jar here to help me get into heaven. <laughs> uh, um, you'd also get like the notifications and the you get like streamers and balloons uh, if you exceeded your quota or if you met your quota of good deeds for the day. <laughs> you know, I, I thought too, like, you know, if you ever do online banking and you have like a mortgage payment or a car payment, it'll show you the payoff amount. In this app, there'd be a button that says, if I died today, you click on that button. And it would show you your odds of going to heaven or hell if, in fact, you died today. Um, I know that's kind of morbid, but I mean, don't don't aren't we owed kind of like an understanding <laughs> of where 
we stand with God right now? <laughs> like, I just feel like it would be nice to know. Because I don't know, you know, where where I stand. Like, there's probably things that had impact that I did that I, I'm not aware had such an impact. Good and bad, maybe. I don't know. Uh, maybe you're the type of person that's played by the rules, always done well, never, you never swear, you don't, you know, you don't, you're not outside the lines ever very often. And the app could show you, like, you got a little wiggle room here. You can't go kill someone. You know, you that, that'll kill you. That'll kill your odds of getting in here, no pun intended. But, yeah, if you stole something or if you, you know, did, uh, you know, you swore some, that's you still got an 86% chance of getting in. You know, uh, it just give you a little breathing room there. There could be in-app purchases, like get-out-of-church tokens. You could buy 10 packs of Hamleries and Our Fathers. They could include one confessionalist confession and one act of contrition just so you can skip the whole, like, the line at the confessional. after. <laughs> The line at the confessional. That's funny. I went to confession today and uh, I had to wait for five people. <laughs> uh, I was raised Catholic and that experience of being in the confessional is just a weird deal. I, it, it, you know, if I was so um, church inclined today, I, I, that's just a weird one. Um, plus, I don't know if they have handicap accessible confessionals. <laughs> that's my excuse. That's my excuse. There you go. Uh, if you have the premium ad-free version of God's app, uh, you could buy complete absolution, but only if you had enough gems, right? You'd have to build up your gems just like in a lot of games. Uh, at the bottom of the app, it would say, Righteous Next Gen Stats, powered by AWS. But seriously, God could spin an app up like this with a snap of her fingers. She wouldn't even need to outsource because all the best programmers are already all her people. I, I just, in a weird way, wouldn't you, sort of like you get a social security thing saying, here's where you're at with social security. I, th- I feel like, like I don't know where I stand. I feel like I'm a good person, but I, I'm, I know I've done some things wrong. I know I've not always done things the way I should. Um, so I just like to have a, a barometer, if you will. So I think that, you know, if there is ever an app like that, I think I should, like there should be some credit in there for the idea. I think that, like, right, right, and if you go to the about section of the app, then my name would be in that really long list of names that contributed to the app. My concern, though, is that as much time as I've spent thinking about this, that I'm in trouble. Because why else would I be thinking about it? I hope you have a good day. (laughs) Uh, Make it a good one wherever and whenever it is. This is What's Eating Kale.